Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Okay, our friend uh, Paul Ramosh with us. Uh, We're going to take calls in a second. Let's talk a little bit more about some law enforcement ghost stories, Paul. You told us a great one last hour. How about another one? Well, what's what's interesting is so you've caused me more work, George. Uh Uh-huh. Good. The, The first time I was on, I told you some ghost stories and we've talked about it ever since. And my wife is like, hey, you should write some of those down into a book. And so actually in a couple months here, That's a book the next of one. CSI police ghost stories is coming out. <laughs> Perfect. We've got to get you back for that full story. I'd love to. It's coming out the end of, end of June, so I'd love to come on. Oh, great. Back in a couple months and talk about it. But probably one of an interesting story that came to me uh, earlier I talked about that conference where I w- went around to the tables and different people told me stories. This story is creepy, and it re- it's probably extra creepy to me because it reminds me of one of the first kind of really nasty crime scenes I had seen. And I was I was just an intern at the time, and we, as an intern, thinking about a job in forensic science, one of your main questions is, can I handle the gruesome scenes, you know, can you, can I see this day in and day out and handle it and not go crazy or, or whatever, you know, not, not lose it. And so uh, as an intern, I was really, you know, keen to see some of these things to see if I can handle it. And so one of my first scenes was uh, a woman who had uh, committed suicide in a bathtub in one of our local hotels. And it was, a horrible, horrible, bloody mess. I won't go into a lot of details because I don't want to gross everybody out. But it was, she was in the water. The water was, you know, looked just like it was mostly blood. It was just a horrible, horrible scene. And that's, you know, because it was one of my first ones, that's always kind of stayed with me. Well, at this conference, someone told me a story that, like I said, reminded me of, you know, my experience. And so the story goes, is it a, a, a young family with a child about four four or five years old moves into an apartment. And uh, the child was, you know, had been potty trained for a few years. There was no, you know, issues like that with his child. But all of a sudden, after having moved, or after moving into this apartment, the child would start to wet the bed, had started to wet the bed. And so parents, you know, the first time you don't, try to make a big deal about it. And the second time, you know, you're thinking, oh, okay, what's going on here? And after, you know, a week or so of this, they finally, you know, sat the child down and said, look, you've been potty trained. Why are you having all these accidents? And the child said, well, I don't want to go into the bathroom at night. And the parents mm-hmm. were like, well, why not? And the, the child was really kind of hesitant and, you know, really nervous to talk. But finally she said, well, there's a woman sitting in the bathtub in red water. Oh, geez. 
And at this, the parents are like, oh, okay. And so they're thinking, is this just nightmares? Is this the active imagination of a child? What's going on? So the mother started to ask around, and she asked a few of the neighbors, and no one had known of anything strange that had happened there. But a lot of people had kind of come and gone really quick. It was kind of a transitory place. And finally, she went and talked to the manager and said, look, this is what my daughter said. Has anything strange happened in these apartments? And the manager was like, well, are you sure you want to know? And mom's like, yeah, my daughter's having these problems. Well, um, a few tenants ago, a woman had killed herself in that bathtub. And the little kid picked it up. Yes. <laughs> it's, what a story. It's it, Yeah, when I heard that, you know, I think the hair on the back of my neck stood up a little bit because in, in a way it gave me a flashback to that first, one of the first horrible scenes I had. When you were compiling these stories for the next book, did you reach any specific conclusions, Paul, about what you think is happening here? Well... That is an interesting question, because I think there's multiple things happening here. Um, and, you know, it's it's something that many of your guests have have echoed, that, that I think there's, there's multiple types of experiences. Some, I think, are restless spirits. And, you know, like the case where my friend had that ghost follow him home. But some, some of the instances, I think, are recorded pieces of time. It's like a snippet of time that has somehow been trapped or recorded by the energy field or the building or whatever. And one of the the weirdest stories or kind of series of stories in in the the book coming up. The book the book coming up is called Fingerprints and Phantoms. Well, that's a good title. Like yeah, that. it, it uh, hopefully invokes. And let me put out a quick uh, call to any law enforcement. If you have stories like what you've been hearing from Paul, call us tonight and check in with us. Yeah, I'd love to hear. That would be so. hear that. But, but anyway, so w- one of the most interesting things that I don't really know what to make of, George, and, and maybe some of your researchers that, you know, deal specifically in ghosts would have some input, but from what I can tell... I am haunting my office right now. You are. I am, and it's bizarre. So there, there are several different stories that have happened where my some of my coworkers have heard my voice clearly call their name, and I'm no. You're not, and you're not there. I'm not there at all. Like one time, a doppelganger or something. Well, it's it, who knows. It, is have I has part of my energy just dissipated into something else? Yeah, just stuck to that place, or is it a time warp, or like, who knows what it is, but yeah, one of them, there there was three different instances that I put in the book. One, it was late at night, one of my co-workers was back in the records room, she clearly heard my voice from behind her say, Angie, and she turned around expecting to see me. Have you ever heard yourself there? I haven't. You have not? I okay. have not. So they just hear you, that's weird. Yeah, and, and so... Yeah, what what is that? And so is this is this one of the aspects of the haunting? If we go to the the woman sitting in the red water, is that her spirit or was that just such a traumatic moment in time that it was 
captured. Mm-hmm. And, and I think some of the, the guests that you've had on before have talked about, you know, recordings in the stone or something, yeah. something along those lines. The stone of the building records this event. And so, you know, I think I think that explains part of it, too. And then I also, you know, I think there's demons out there and evil spirits and things like that. And so I think the ghostly phenomenon isn't described by just one thing. I think there's multiple explanations for it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.